Welcome back to another segment of Blind Techie Geek Speaks. This is Kathleen, your host speaker. In today's segment, I will have my aunt, Miss Mitchell, who is a teacher for the deaf, as a guest speaker, and we will discuss about the deaf community. Welcome to Blind Techie Geek Speaks Studios, Miss Mitchell. Hi, thank you for having me. What inspired you to become a teacher for the deaf? Okay, so I initially went to college and was planning to be a speech therapist. And um, one of my assignments during um, my education was to go to a um, school and evaluate a child who was deaf in a public school. So um, I went on this assignment not knowing anything about deaf kids, but um, realizing that this child was, first of all, in the back of the room and had no idea what um, was going on in class. She kind of found the page by looking at what everybody else was doing. So I had a few, she was a lovely kid, and I had a few suggestions. And um, so some of them obviously were move up front and maybe get her a buddy friend who could help her get on the right page and give her a little support in class. But ultimately, I realized that when I was trying to communicate with her that she was signing, and I had no idea about sign language then. Um, so when I went back to report to my professor what, um, what was going on and how the school was trying to help her, but I said, this child communicates in sign language, and I think she needs an interpreter. So that was my uh, first introduction to deaf people, and um, I started on my own um, studying sign language. At, um, I took, actually, some courses outside of college and sign language, and I fell in love with the language, and that led me to um, choose uh, to be a teacher of the deaf. That's wonderful. What kind of technology does your students use? Okay, so I didn't tell you this before, but I'm a retired teacher of the deaf. So um, I went back and talked to one of my colleagues who is a deaf person and is a teacher who uh, I thought she would be the best person to ask anyway because even though I left school only two, teaching only two years ago, technology is changing every day. So um, she um, did a um, classroom meet with her students um, online and came up with all the things that they suggested that people um, that helped them to um, communicate. Uh, so they have smartphone, laptop, computer, tablet, video phone, flashing lights for door and alarm, vibrating alarm clock, smartwatch for vibrating to wake up. That's great. So those were the things they listed. How do they communicate with people that don't know sign language? Okay, so the kids said they use gestures, so if it's a person that really doesn't know, they just try to use general gestures that the person might know. They, they um, pencil and paper always um, is helpful. They can write down what they want to say. They can use a smartphone and also text back and forth with people. Um, they use the relay service, um, you know, to make phone calls. And... What's, what was the question again? What, what, how do they, oh, the other thing that she mentioned was this um, app that you can get on your phone. It's called um, My Ear, 
M-Y-E-A-R, or it also goes under AVA, A-V-A. And this is one of the things where a hearing person could speak and um, an avatar would then um, change the spoken word to sign so that a person could communicate that way. That's wonderful. It's great how technology is changing constantly. And it's, it's amazing. Wonderful. Very helpful for deaf people. How do the deaf navigate in the hearing world? Um, so actually, many of those things that I just mentioned would be how they um, navigate. The, really, their issue is um, being able to communicate. So using their smartphone for texting is, is um, just made life so much easier. Um, that is, you know, that's about it. Navigating, it, you know, their only problem is communication. And if a hearing person is willing to... Um, Take their time, be patient, and use paper and pencil or use their phone. Um, this is how they navigate. If they uh, need to contact a doctor or a lawyer or whatever, they would use the relay service or an interpreter. Interpreters are essential for deaf people. That's great. Can you let us know how others can help within the deaf community? Well, one of the big things was if you, um, it's kind of part of answer to question two also, take ASL classes, learn how to sign, um, uh, support deaf people in supporting accessibility such as captioning at restaurants, TV advertisements, movie theaters, trains, subways, airports, shopping malls, amusement parks, stores, hospital announcements, and any place that would use a speaker, um, if they would have a digital captioning way to have deaf people be able to get all the information that hearing people would get. So that actually helps them navigate in the, um, in, like you asked before, navigate in the world. Captioning is a big part of it. And what hearing people can do is support that when bills come up in Congress to um, require captioning everywhere all the time so that everything is accessible for deaf people, that would be really um, helpful. Also, you know, they have ADA laws such as the fire alarms, strobe lights in public places, so they need more of that. It's not in all public places like shopping malls, hospitals, offices, and all buildings, including apartments or rentals. Um, they need special flashing lights at the intersection for the coming of fire trucks, police cars, and ambulance because they can't hear the sirens. So if there was a flashing light at an intersection, they would know to look and see where um, the noise, where the uh, vehicle is. Um, they also said special alert system via text or video phone during emergencies. So, you know, on your um, TV, or sometimes you have an emergency alert. If they could get that on their phones, the texts, which I think, so, like, in my in my school when we were there, obviously that's the way we all communicated with each other. If there was a lockdown or whatever, it all came through our phones via text because there's no speaker. It would not be helpful to, um, even though we have hearing teachers, we want everybody to be able to um, know what's going on in real time. So of course. Th those were some that's of the very important. Things. That's yes. an important part of uh, communication, you know? Right. So thank you so much, Ms. Mitchell, for attending this segment. Don't forget to tune in for more segments, and have a great week. Thank you.